0: This is Sarah Weymouth and welcome to my podcast where we talk about everything for you to live your best life and we have a little fun too from talking about business, marriage, parenthood, money, health, home decor, friendship, beauty, and pop culture. I'm a mother to three, a wife, a successful business owner, and I want to live my highest best self. Follow along as we learn together, grow, teach, because you only get to live one life. Oh, and I promise to dig deeper and to ask the tough questions. This is the Lime Podcast. Hello, I hope everyone had such a good holiday season. I took a little break. It was crazy at Lemon, crazy with family being here and Christmas and doing all the fun things, the kids being on break, but I wanted to jump on and do a quick episode, almost like a follow-up From the last episode, where we talked about the secrets on how to set goals and actually get those goals. And I kind of went through step by step for you guys. I did want to do this episode because I do think that goal setting in a long term sense can be overwhelming for most people. So we're talking for the year. I also recommend doing a five-year, 10-year type plan. I love also having certain goals for big milestones. For example, I'm 37. I want to set certain goals to do before I turn 40. So I think it's just, it works for my brain. I think most people also think that way. And it can also put kind of barriers in place to our goals, which we kind of need that because we can't have this like free for all because then what will happen, we just wait. Oh, one day I want to write the book. One day I want to go to Tahiti. One day I'm going to build my dream house. Instead of saying, by the time I'm 40, I want to start this business. Or by the time I'm 40, I want to whatever, fill in the blank, right? So I think it is important to have these timelines even if they're super long, because it gets us to focus on what we really want through a long period of time. It's kind of like the red car theory, where if I ask you, how many red cars did you see on the road driving here today? And you go, I don't know. But if I said, I'll give you $100 for every red car you see on the road going home, you're going to definitely be focusing on how many red cars you find and counting them and knowing exactly how many you saw. So that's kind of the importance of setting goals where even if you're saying in the next 10 years, I want to accomplish these things and you're not going to be doing it all at once, it is going to take time. And they do in some ways also seem outrageous, but because it's on your mind, you know where you're going and you're going to be looking for those opportunities. So if you know you want to be in a movie and you happen to be sitting next to a producer one day at a coffee shop, that's already in the back of your mind instead of you missing your opportunity because you never even thought about wanting to be in a movie, you know? So it's just kind of important to have these things in place. Like we talked about in the last episode, I think the biggest issue is that most people don't even know what they want. Especially when you start to hit some of your goals, you hit a place where you go, well, now what? And it's easy to sit back and go, well, I already did a lot. I accomplished these things and I'm proud of myself. And yeah, of course, you should be proud of yourself. You should celebrate and you should um, take moments to really sit in that accomplishment. But it also doesn't mean that you're done, right? Uh, A great example is myself. When I turned 30, I set certain big, big goals and the truth is I accomplished almost all of them already. So I'm 37. So like I said, I want to accomplish more things before I turn 40. I don't want to sit back and say, well, I did it, like way to go me, or I did it, I don't know what to do now. So it's important to take the time to brainstorm and to figure out what you really want. What direction are you going in? We're always going in a direction and we want to know what that direction is, even if it's multiple different directions, which most of the time it should be, because it's very rare for us to just have one goal at a time. We're going to have multiple, but you still have to know where you're going, but even with setting these big goals for the year, for the five years, for the 10 years, for when I turn 40, etc., it can be very daunting. And it is great to pull back and have something a little bit more shorter and tangible. And a lot of times people will look at a week, 30 days, 45 days, that sort of thing. Um, you know, the movie 40 days, 40 nights with Josh Hartnett, like one of those, right? And it's like, well, I'm going to do it for 30 days. And if it works, it works, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. But the problem with that is that that's not long enough. So this is why I like the 100-day method. The 100-day method is basically you decide on something, you go for it, and you do it for 100 days. Within 100 days, you're going to know if you like it, if it's working, if it's not working, what kind of tweaks you might want to make. You might even decide after the 100 days that this is not the right path for you. After the 100 days, you can actually see certain results. I mean, let's think of the most easy example, which is losing weight. Are you going to lose weight by eating healthy and working out and getting good sleep in one week? not really. I mean, maybe. In 30 days, not really, you know? But a 100 days? Okay. In a 100 days, you can really see clearly, okay, my system is working. I'm losing weight. I'm feeling stronger. I'm, you know, um, looking better in my clothes. I'm feeling better when I'm naked. Like all, you know, fill in the blank. As we know, it's like a long list of things that really make us feel like, okay, we're on the right path when it comes to our health and fitness. But you can't do that in a short amount of time. And looking at a year can be very daunting. And I do think the trap that a lot of people fall into is when they look at the whole year, they're like, well, I have a year, right? Like it doesn't matter if I eat the junk food in January, because then I have the next 11 months. Or It doesn't matter if I'm consistent with my workouts because I really have the whole year to hit this goal. And then as we all know, we blink and the year is over and we're annoyed with ourselves and we're trying to start all over again. So this is why we do 100 days. And 100 days is still long, but it's still bite-sized enough. And if you need to, you can break the 100 days down. You can say, okay, 30 days, then... 60 days, then 90 days, then all the way to 100. And you can have little stepping stones for yourself. That could be really fun and a good way to stay on track. But do the full 100 days. Don't do 50 days and go, this isn't working. I'm over it. Do the 100 days. Commit to the 100 days and just keep going. And then at the 100 days, you can go, okay, This is working. This is not working. Let me do some tweaks. And then it can actually get you to keep going for the rest of the year in the right way. And you already have the motivation and momentum. I'm really meant to say momentum because as you know, I do not believe in motivation, (laughs) but you have the momentum from the first 100 days behind you. You know, So that can be really powerful. And remember from my last episode, you need to have actual measurable tasks in place to hit your goals. So I'll use myself as an example. One of the things I want to do this year, I really want to be in the best shape of my life. I started my morning routines this last year and it's been amazing. I get up at 6 a.m., I go in the gym, I work out every day. My workouts are pretty basic. I'm walking a couple miles, maybe doing some weights. I'm stretching a little bit but i'm consistent it's every single morning and now i want to build on that because you know i lost a couple pounds i feel a little bit better i have good energy in the morning and i'm really proud of myself i don't have to think about my workouts anymore because it's part of my morning routine i wake up workout shower vitamins make you know the bed is being made whatever it's all in the same routine just like you don't think about taking a shower, I don't have to think about working out. It's all just there. So I got that down. It's been a solid 6 months of that and I feel like it's just part of my life now. We're good. Now, I want to take it to the next level. Where I really want to get into the best shape of my life. I really want to clean up my what I'm eating. I really want to be mindful of every step of the way. So, How am I going to do that for the first hundred days? For example, I am going to put in place certain work workout guidelines. So twice a week, I am going to, this is kind of an example. I'm, I'm thinking of doing it this way. I might change it, but I'm thinking of two times a week, I'm going to do a Legree class. I have a Legree machine. It's basically, um, kind of like a reformer, but it's for Legree for those that don't know. And I have it in our gym here at the house. I am going to watch a video and follow the class twice a week. Now, this is like, it's hard. You're typically really sore. The workouts are really hard. It's a lot of like planks and lunges and it's just, it's a good workout. So my plan is to do that twice a week maybe like a Monday, Thursday, I'm going to plan it out. So there's no question marks, no messing it up. No, I'm not sure, you know, what's going to happen. I'm going to do like Monday, Thursdays, every Monday, Thursday, I'm doing a Legree class. And if I have to, it could be a 25 minute class. I would ideally want to do a 45 minute class, right? But the point is that I am doing it twice a week on those days. I also once a month, want to get out of my home gym and go to a workout class. I think that's going to keep it fresh and different. It's going to push me. And once a month is very doable. I know that with my crazy schedule, with work and kids and life that I can fit that in. And then, you know, I'm probably going to find some other things I can plug in as part of this routine. I'm going to do this for a hundred days. And then I'm, gonna, I'm also going to have a plan for food, which I haven't come up with, but I'm working on it. Honestly, food is the hardest for me because I'm a carb lover and getting in the protein can sometimes be tricky for me. So I need to think about that. But I, it's going to be very similar where it's going to be easy to follow. It's going to be easy to measure where I can say I did it or I didn't do it. And then, and it's also going to be doable. I'm not going to like, you know, I'm not going to say I'm going to eat just carrots every day. Like you have to be smart about it. And then at the end of the hundred days, I'm going to reevaluate. Am I on track for my goal? Is this system working for me? Does this work for my schedule? Am I enjoying it? Because as we know, when it comes to something long-term like this, if you're not enjoying it, it's pointless. Like if I, you know, I have to go to cycling class and I hate cycling, which I, which is true. I'm not a big fan guys. Then I'm not going to stick with it or I'm going to dread it. So, that's not going to work long term. So, that's why the 100 days is so powerful. You could be, you know, let's say you put that in place for yourself, and then you go, I don't like this. I'm not enjoying this type of workout, or I'm not enjoying this studio, or, you know, working out at home by myself is not working very well. Why is it not working very well? Do I need a partner? Do I need some level of motivation? What is it that's holding me back? And then you can tweak it and keep going. So implement the 100 day way of doing it and just see if it changes everything for you this year. I think it can be such a powerful tool in getting you to understand that the whole thing is scary, but when you break it down into bite-sized pieces, it's really not that hard. It's kind of like, first day of school when the teacher gives you the syllabus and it's for the whole semester or for the whole year and you go wow this is a lot i don't know how i'm gonna do it this is stressful i'm totally overwhelmed but then you also see that it's broken down it's broken down week by week day by day and you just follow the rhythm and by the end of the year you've done all of it and you're like oh that wasn't so bad i did it i accomplished it i took every test i took every quiz I did every essay, I did every piece of homework, I did every piece of reading and we're done. So that's kind of how to look at that first 100 days is basically breaking it down like a syllabus and only focusing on that first 100 days and not feeling like, well, what's gonna happen, you know, on month six? It's like, well, don't worry about month six, let's worry about the first few months and not get ahead of ourselves, right? I also want to say this because this is so powerful. Instead of focusing on the results or the result that you want, focus on the path there. You know, like, what did I do today to get me a step closer? How did I feel doing my work on this goal today? You know, will my future self be happy with what I did today? Basically, will my tomorrow be happy with my today? These are like the little things we need to be asking ourselves where the effort we're putting in is way more powerful than the results we're chasing after. Because we all know that the results are coming. The results will come if we do the work. So just focus on the effort. How much effort did I put in the gym today? How much effort did I put in my meal planning today? How much effort did I put in writing this book today, starting this podcast, starting this business, planning my dream trip to London? You know, how much effort did I put into learning the guitar? How much effort did I put in today in whatever, right? Fill in the blank. Like there's so many options of goals. And some of them are big and some of them are small, but it's all the same formula. So I'm trying to just teach you guys the formula and then you can plug in your thing, whatever that thing is, just try the formula and it will keep you from going crazy. You know, um, the worst thing is when you kind of just go into a goal and you just are just like floundering. You like, don't know what's happening. You're, you're hoping for the best. And you know, we know that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting a different result. So if it didn't work in 2023 and it didn't work in 2022 and it didn't work in 2021, what can we do different to make it work in 2024? or for the next five years, or the next 10 years, or before you turn 40, 50, 60, whatever. Right? And it's hard because there is a part of you that has to go, what I've been doing hasn't worked or isn't working. And that's hard because the truth is that you probably spent a lot of time not getting to your goal. And that's okay. Okay. Once you figure that out, you move on and that's it. I also want to say this one tidbit that I can't even remember if I said or didn't say in the last episode. But one thing I also like to do is to have um, kind of like a restart. So this is why organization is so key at the beginning of the year for most people. You know, your mind needs to be clear to function And a big piece of that is your space being clean and organized. And people don't connect those dots enough, in my opinion. But even taking it a step further is getting rid of the clutter, getting rid of the extra, getting rid of the stuff that doesn't serve you anymore, getting rid of the stuff that, you know, you held on to for a year, two years, three years. And you're like, I thought I was going to use it. I haven't used it. Why do I still have it? You know, for example, when we moved into our new house, I got these big jars for the pantry and it came with these little stickers that you could put on the jar that look like a little blackboard and you could write on it with like a chalk pen. And I ended up, I didn't use it on these jars because I like the plain look, but I saved saved the little labels and I'm like, I put it in the junk drawer. I said, well, I might want to use this for a different project or, you know, maybe like a birthday party, like labeling snacks. Like, I don't know. Right. And I haven't used it. (laughs) And it's been two years. So the question becomes, how long are you going to hold on to these things before you go? I'm not going to use it. It's just taking up space. Let me throw it away or give it to someone that might want to use it. So it's that kind of stuff. It's being able to look at your closet and your space and your drawers and your kitchen and your garage and your car and your life and your purse and go, this isn't serving me and getting it out Get everything out first. So then when you start going towards your goals, everything feels a little more seamless. You know, we don't realize how much time we spend just moving stuff from here to there, from there to here, because it's in our way, you know? So how much better are you going to feel when you open that junk drawer and it's organized and you've got rid of the stuff that you thought you were going to use and you never use then you just have the stuff you really need: the scissors, the pens, the pencils, the you know, the charger, like the things that you actually try to find, and you're like, "Where are the scissors?" You know, it's that kind of stuff that can also just clear your mind and just help you focus on the other stuff, and and just kind of life to life day to day stuff, right? When your kid goes, "I need a pencil." You're like, the pencils are in the jar, they're sharpened, they're ready to go, grab a pencil, do your homework. You know, you don't have to go with, well, is there one in the drawer? Is there one in your backpack? Is there one over here? And then the kid goes, no. And then you're trying to find a pencil and then it's broken. And then you have to sharpen the pencil. You know, it's like, this is the kind of stuff that it's like, bogs us down. And this is the kind of stuff that at the end of the day, we go, I've done a lot but I've done nothing. So if I didn't say that in the last episode, I'm saying it now, you got to organize your stuff. You got to get rid of the clutter. You got to make big decisions of why am I holding on to these shoes? I haven't worn in three years. What's the point? You know, I might wear it. <laughs> I might wear it. If it's back in style, I might wear it. I might, you know, it's like, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's just start to focus on now and not so much what could have been. Oh, I shouldn't have bought these shoes. Who cares? You bought them. You didn't wear them. You don't like them. They don't fit well. Get rid of them. Move on. So anyways, now I feel like I'm rambling, but you get the point. Establish your goals. Go back to the last episode if you missed it or if you don't remember it all and go go through the steps on how to hit set your goals and crush your goals and then circle back and set it up for the hundred days and see how it goes. And I'm going to do it with you guys. I'm going to do the hundred days with my goals. And then let's check back in. Let's check back in. It'll be, um, let's see, January, February, March will be into April. So that's a great time to check in. So don't let yourself get to like mid April or beginning of April and be like, oh, I should have done it, but I didn't do it, you know, and don't be so hard on yourself. If you start your hundred days on January 7th, so you start on January 7th. I mean, the kids go back to school for us on the third. It's really hard to establish some of these routines and plans when your kids are home from break and you're trying to still be in the moment. So I'm a big advocate of start it when it feels good for you. You don't need to push yourself to like throw it together today because New Year's is in a couple hours, you know, like just, you know, just set your intentions, do the work, set your goals and then start when you start and then just keep the momentum going and going and going. And I promise at a certain point, it just works. It just becomes lifestyle and you're going to look back and go, wow, I, I did it. You know, I got my master's degree. I did it. Or, you know, me and my husband dedicated ourselves to a date night once a week and we did it for a whole year. And here we are. And you know, I don't know. Tell me how it goes. I've never done that. That's actually a good one. (laughs) But you know, it's, we make everything a little bit bigger than it needs to be. So let's make it bite size and just go for it. We only live once you guys, this is not a dress rehearsal and it literally like hurts my heart when I see, you know, people around me that are just kind of waiting, waiting in the wings. You know, one day, one day I'm going to do it. What are you waiting for? Seriously, I'm not waiting. You shouldn't be waiting. We're not waiting. This is it. This is our life. And there is, there's really nothing to wait for. There really isn't. You know, I mean, the sad truth is that you might not even have it tomorrow. You know, it's like, go for all the things and don't let anyone ever make you feel like your goals, your wants, your dreams are outrageous. It's really not. I'm here to tell you, none of the things that you want are outrageous. None of it. You want to be a Victoria's Secret supermodel? Go be, go do it. I mean, seriously, it really, there is no yes, no, maybe anymore in life. I just feel like, I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. She was some reality star that literally took that and made it into all the things. She has her own businesses, She's done many magazine covers. She's been on the runway. She's done design work. She's now acting. She's been been in video games. Like she's the, I know people love to hate her, but like, she's the perfect example of like, why not? She's done SNL. She's like, why not? You know, like Kim says she wants to act. Why not? I mean, if Kim came out and said, I want to be the next bachelorette, I'd be like, why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whatever you want to do. And that's kind of the same attitude we need to have with our lives. Yeah, we're not famous and a billionaire, but Kim also wasn't at one point. So stop making excuses to dumb down your own life. And I've just really motivated myself doing this talk. <laughs> so Fun fact, I'm actually going to go write my own goals right now, make my own plan. And I wanted to have this talk first. I really wanted to come into it without my own goals in mind. Um, even though I do know I want to do some of the fitness stuff, but that's kind of very much secondary to like a lot of other stuff, you know? So yeah, it's fun. Let's have, let's make it fun. And may your 2024 rock way more than any other year you've ever had.